0: This was an episode out of the ordinary. This was really interesting because uh, we talked about some stuff that, that we don't normally talk about. It's like when I talk to an adventure, we talk about adventure. When I talk to an intellectual, we talk about those deep things. Now we go into the deep thoughts of adventure and what it takes to cross long, big distances on your own living in nature all by yourself, all that good stuff. It's an honor for me to introduce to you, officially on the podcast, Yuwakim cog. He has been a guest on, my, uh, on the FML show. This is basically just the evolving FML show, so here he is, uh, and we're out in nature, of course, going around picking mushrooms. I hope that you have a fantastic day, Enjoy this episode. How can ordinary people achieve the extraordinary? How can we manifest our dream reality? How can our thoughts interact with physical matter? Those are just some of the questions, and this podcast will explore the answers by diving deep into human potential, exploring new sciences, and demystifying the mystical. I was myself the ultimate screw up. I had four million dollars in debt. I spent three years in prison. I lost my family to deportation. Yet today, I live the dream life. My name is Tor, and this is To the Shift. There, we go. All right. We are in the fucking forest. This is not a studio recording. I have found a friend, pretty good friend, who just came out of uh, quarantine for 10 fucking days. And you have met him before if you followed the other show. And here he is, the one, the only, Joaquin. (laughs) How are you doing, bro?
1: I'm doing very good. And you?
0: I'm doing fantastic every day. So tell us a little bit, what are we doing? We are collecting mushrooms in
1: the middle of the forest.
0: And they're not even magic. Not magic. These are fucking edibles.
1: I found a couple already here.
0: What are those in English?
1: Cantarells. Cantarells. I'm not sure. Stone mushrooms. Stone mushrooms. (laughs) And pig mushrooms. (laughs) Nice. I don't know, actually. But you can eat them. Yeah. That's the most important.
0: And you had this meal yesterday with homegrown or yourself picked mushrooms on a pizza. Yeah. Panna cotta with some berries. It's just small fucking pleasures in life. It's beautiful. It is.
1: Just walking around in your own, in your own world just collecting things from the forest that you can eat. I love it.
0: Yeah. It's beautiful, too. I mean, look at that view. uh,
1: It's peaceful.
0: It is. It truly is. Just the sound of the sticks cracking beneath our feet, the birds, the wind, the fucking sun coming out over the fucking fjord. If people had this on video, it's amazing. So you just came back from the the latest adventure of your life.
1: I will not call it an adventure, but...
0: How would you not call that an adventure? I'm not I'm not talking about the job. Ah oh, ah Okay. Yeah, that's an adventure.
1: Yeah. You're talking about uh Arangavida. Yeah. Ah. That was uh that was an adventure. <laughs> I uh how long time did it take me? I think I walked for six or seven days. Uh in all the weather that you can imagine. I mean, all the weather. I had snow, fog, rain, sun, Yeah, everything. In There's, July. In yeah. July, yeah. in July. <laughs> but it was an uh, extraordinary, beautiful adventure.
0: Did you see anything amazing?
1: Yeah, the nature. And I saw a big pack of reindeer. And that is pretty, pretty cool.
0: I can fucking imagine. I've never seen a pack of reindeer. No. Or a herd. A herd, yeah. Never seen them. Yeah. No. And I can imagine that being quite a fearful experience if you're not really sure about what you're supposed to do when this magnificent animal is just charging you, but whatever. If you see this.
1: Yeah, because in Norway we have uh, farmed reindeer as yeah. well as wild wild reindeer, but this was uh, wild reindeers.
0: Quite the difference. Quite the difference.
1: Because uh, the farmed reindeer, reindeer, they are not afraid of you. Exactly. So you can basically go and hug them if you want. But you cannot do that with wild ones. <laughs> <laughs> and they are big. Walking in big packs.
0: Oh, power in numbers, man.
1: Yeah, this was cool. And uh, just the nature. is amazing up there. It's like being uh, a place without Humans, basically. It's just nature, nothing else. Raw nature. No, nothing. Just pure nature.
0: On this trip of yours, did you feel different afterwards? Did something shift in you? Ah, shift. That has happened quite a few (laughs) times.
1: I felt good, yeah. I felt good because this was a trip that I have planned quite a long time. And I went out and I did it, and it went extraordinarily good, just the way I planned it, nice. so I felt good, yeah.
0: You weren't held back by your limiting beliefs basically, no, what I if?
1: Wouldn't. Oh, here we have a nice mushroom.
0: It looks Eden, like something has been nibbling on it. What is that?
1: It's scrub, uh, in Norwegian, but it wasn't so nice because... Brown scrub! Brown scrub! <laughs> yeah but uh, my trip to hangve was uh, absolutely fantastic
0: Did you learn something about yourself or the trade of adventuring
1: yeah i'm uh, yeah i 'm very stubborn very stubborn i yeah. walked in i had three days in a row with rain every every minute of the day
0: so if you were to I was give someone so advice in sweat. What is the one thing that they need if they were to undertake a trip like that? Good uh, clothes (laughs) and probably crazy mind and discipline, probably.
1: Yeah, discipline as well. Discipline.
0: You have to get out of bed to continue the trek, or you're going to be stuck up there.
1: Yeah, yeah. The worst of the worst things I had up there was because you have to when you're walking like that, you have to be aware of what you put in your backpack because of the weight. Yeah. So I couldn't have as much uh, clothes as I wanted, I just had two shifts, basically. When it was raining like that, uh, the one shift was always wet. So I had to, to, uh, every day when I woke up, I had to take on the the, uh, soaking wet uh, clothes. When I was uh, finished walking, after the night time, I had to uh, put on the dry clothes. And then the next day I had to put on the wets again, before I started walking. That was not so good.
0: <laughs> so the clothes were basically just drying on your sweat evaporation.
1: They were drying a little bit and then they became wet again because of all the rain.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like a vacation in hell. Maybe. But...
1: I, mean, I, I like it. Actually, I like it.
0: I was hoping you are going to say that.
1: You know, it's just so simple walking around. Uh, The only thought you have is What do I have to do to get to my next point? I have to find something to eat And that's basically all.
0: Yeah Survival.
1: Survival, yeah. It's primal The primal
0: needs. Yeah We're climbing a fucking mountain
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think we're at the top now (laughs) <laughs> I felt that tail
0: Yeah It's a good workout
1: Do you see any mushrooms?
0: No. But my vision is foggy I'm Just kidding
1: <laughs> You don't have a laser flap?
0: Not yet Still working on that
1: <laughs> well, What about you? What have you done the last couple of weeks? <laughs>
0: I've been talking to amazing people like you. Beautiful. It is beautiful. I've been sharing I my thoughts. Seen you
1: in a quite long time now. Too.
0: No, first you were at your job for two weeks. And then a fucking quarantine for ten days.
1: Yeah.
0: How was that quarantine?
1: It's, it depends on your mindset. <laughs> it went okay for me, but you can go out and do whatever you like so you're pretty much much in prison basically yeah but uh, it was okay i had the uh opportunity to go out in the forest
0: we we're lucky in like that
1: various mushrooms so it wasn't so bad
0: yeah i can't imagine the people stuck in big metropolitan cities no nature have to be stuck in a little a little flat, just a little apartment.
1: That would be a prison for me.
0: That is literally a pr- prison.
1: Just in, don't have the opportunity to go out in the nature.
0: Yeah, if you lose that opportunity, I don't know. That That's is,
1: a big part of my life, just being around in nature. And if someone took that away from me, I don't know, it would be horrible.
0: It would be a part of you. Yeah. If you take away a part of you, you're always going to feel that friction. Calling.
1: I think basically everyone has that connection to nature, but
0: we have forgotten. I love the fact that you just said that we have forgotten because we have grown so accustomed to our comfortable lifestyles.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's why, like, when reading this book, Sapiens, how things were before, moving around every day. Nothing with the, nothing but the things that you can carry away with you. It's fighting for survival.
1: Yeah. Just yeah, just pure survival.
0: Yeah, and now we don't have to do that.
1: And here we have a bad boy.
0: Holy crap!
1: That's a big mushroom.
0: What kind of mushroom is it?
1: I'm not sure. That is actually a poison, poison one.
0: A poison one.
1: Fly mushroom.
0: <laughs> ah.
1: up in Norwegian.
0: Yeah need to learn the English equivalent of the mushrooms.
1: Yeah, but have you uh, read all the, the, the whole book? Or?
0: Sapiens? Sapiens, yeah. No, I'm still stuck in the pre-agriculture revolution, like okay. 40,000, 35,000 years ago. What did you see?
1: Is that a penis envy?
0: <laughs> it looked like a penis envy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm stuck in the... Well, not stuck. I'm evolving. (laughs) Uh So... It's very interesting to see how the tribal mentality was. I mean, if... Yeah, if there was old people straggling behind on the trek, there would be tribal members that went on behind them and killed them as they're walking. They did that, like, in modern times. They killed babies because they cried. Or because they looked funny, or because they didn't have hair. When was that? Oh, this in modern times. Like the, I think this was from the Aki, Aki Indians. I'm not gonna say for sure that it was like this time, but there were anthropo- anthropologists who's been talking to them. So I'm, I'm guessing they were kind of an indigenous tribe that was so separated.
1: There was a tribe, not like modern
0: people. Yeah. Okay. And uh, killing was a normal thing, right? But it wasn't to hurt them. It was to s- help the rest of the pack and to move on. Yeah. Now, the, the kids, that was kind of grotesque. I mean, yeah. killing them just because you were annoyed after a hard day's work, for instance, that is kind of That's a little bad. extreme. That bad. Yeah, but there was no shit-talking. There was no violence in the tribe itself. It was very peaceful. They had this they didn't sh- harmony, very harmonistic. Yeah. And that's really interesting, like, the Neanderthals, how they might have died out because Homo sapiens came and we just ate them out of the valley. They died out because they starved to death. Yeah,
1: those were the other human...
0: The humanoid, basically. Yeah, yeah. The other subgenus of of sapiens or of humans, Homo's. Yeah, I know. So... We talked about this a little bit earlier, like the agricultural revolution when we started to farm stuff,
1: Yeah,
0: that changed humanity. That's yeah. when we could just start. Before, they knew a lot more. They had more intellectual capacity because they had to know how to make a weapon. They had yeah. to know how to make a fire. They had to know a lot of skills. Now, we don't need that. We have one thing that we have as a hobby, and then we just rely on other experts to help us through the day. Yeah. So our brains has actually shrunk. Which is interesting. That's sad. Yeah. It's
1: all interesting. It's sad as well.
0: Yeah. And right now, the internet is like the fire. When we first discovered the fire, we probably killed a lot of people. Like, I'm gonna eat it.
1: The fire. Yeah.
0: What is this? This is awesome. And then you burn that colors. Nice colors, yeah. Warm. Let's eat it. Can you put yourself in the mind of the first person who discovered fire?
1: I would be terrified.
0: Yeah, it's a new thing, but then it's, like, interesting. And then they've discovered, hey, I can torch a whole forest just to hunt in it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And now, we domesticated fire, but we have the internet. We have not domesticated internet yet. No. This is the equivalent of fire. We don't know what the fuck we're dealing with. It's
1: a pretty new thing.
0: Yeah, about 20, 30 years ago we didn't have this.
1: Yeah. I remember me just growing up, we had the time, time yeah. where we could be on the internet because it was so expensive.
0: <laughs> the modem like and dial-up.
1: 5 o'clock, yeah. we, we could be there playing games and stuff, and after that we couldn't be there because it was so expensive.
0: Yeah. And that's like maybe 20 years ago. It's insane. I mean, if, you, if we look at the time scale, we've been here for a speck of a second. Science is only 500 years old. The industrial, Re- industrial revolution is 200 years old. And that fucked up everything. That's when time become this, this limiting thing that we have to do this by breakfast and be at the job by then and all that shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's something, that's another thing that I like just being around in nature. Yeah. I'm just doing my own thing. You're just here in the moment. Just here in the moment. No people telling me what to do. It's just me, my thoughts. Yeah.
0: In the eternal Enjoying present. Nature. It's amazing. I think people should try it. They a should. A lot
1: more than they are doing now.
0: Camping should not just be a family vacation once a year.
1: No, 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 no. We should also try it alone.
0: Yeah, survival.
1: Survival, alone, just you and nature. Definitely. I think being like a group of people in the nature, having a campfire is pretty cozy. But when you are out there on your own, It's a whole different thing.
0: See? I want to get into that mindset. I can't. I haven't been there yet. Not like that. Not like you have. I envy you for that almost. (laughs) I'm gonna do that.
1: It's beautiful. I think everyone
0: should (coughs) learn something about yourself.
1: (coughs) Just being connected with nature.
0: Yeah it's like a lot of people like to read these. Is that chaga? It was
1: not chaga was too rotten
0: for Chaga. What? This?
1: No, it's not Chaga. Okay. We are in the wrong forest to find Chaga.
0: Isn't that that kind of tree that it grows on? Like a cancer thing on that tree?
1: On that tree, but we have one of that tree in this area. Yeah. There's only pine trees here. Yeah. I know a place where you can find Chaga, but not here.
0: Nice. But yeah, like people read biographies like Roald Amundsen. I
1: love that
0: man. Yeah, but see the things he did. Sure, it was kind of a pioneer thing to do. Like nobody has crossed the Greenland or the mainland of Greenland. But uh, why does people not you're do
1: talking
0: that? About Nansen. Oh, Nansen, Of course, yeah. nonsense.
1: Because Roald Amundsen was the first man to the South Pole.
0: South Pole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about Nansen, yeah. Like, but Amundsen too. Like these great explorers, right? Why can we do that same thing? They did the human test, basically. Sure, we have discovered most of Earth right now, yeah. but that doesn't limit us from doing th- those adventures.
1: We can still explore, even if the world is already... The, the world is known, all of the world. Exactly. We can still explore it.
0: We're exploring right now.
1: Yeah, we are. In a small scale, but we're still exploring. Yeah. When they went out, this is like 100 years ago, even more, 120 years ago. Yeah. They didn't even know what the hell that was waiting on them. They had big, 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 big rifles because they didn't know what kind of animals who yeah. was living there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that, on that they caveat, let's, let's go into the mind of the first person who set his sail in the Viking ship to go east or to go west. Like the balls on that dude. Holy
1: fuck. <laughs> but I think they, I think they had to.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course. But that is the same thing. Like people, they grow up with this mindset, this known belief that if you go over that horizon, you're gonna fall off the earth. Yeah. And then one dude says, Says who? Who says that? And then he goes out to check that out for himself, and the rest is history. I know. It's amazing.
1: It's beautiful. Imagine being the being that person. You have no clue what awaiting you.
0: Scared shitless in the middle of the sea when Thor is kind of raving all over Shedding the place. sails and ooh. it's amazing. With the tools they had with the technology they had and we are whining about not having things in our lives. They
1: had a fucking sunstone to navigate.
0: Yeah. It's, it's insane. <laughs> it's that's fucking cool. amazing.
1: And I think that's as us, Norwegians, it's something that
0: lays in us. As it's genetically transferred. Norwegian. Yeah. I agree 100%. It's like when you, me, and Thomas were talking. This gene that gets transferred, it, it gets ingrained in our bodies, and yeah. then we have this calling. It's like a, a echo from ancient times. Yeah. It's, it's amazing.
1: There's so many.
0: Oh, Don't so kill many. yourself
1: big Norwegians being around.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of Norwegians. You
1: have all the polar people and you have
0: Thor Heyerdahl,
1: who went on this little fleet from uh, Peru to... Contiki. Yeah, the Contiki expedition. There's so many Norwegian people
0: jumping like that. (laughs) Yeah, not only in adventure, but also Norwegians within science. It seems like we love to break frontiers. I'm not saying that Norwegians are better than others, but no, there's something about the, the exploration thing calling us into the raw unknown.
1: Yeah. We are not better than other people in any way, but it's just, it's just in, in us. Genetic, as you say. Yeah. That is my thought.
0: <laughs> it's very interesting because that's exactly what I'm studying, right? How to re- reprogram your genes, your genetic code. Yeah. And that kind of defies what we're talking about right now, that genes are something that you inherit from your ancestors. Yeah. But in the same way, there's gotta be some kind of a gene that just sits there. It's one of those stem cells that can't change. It's yeah. just a part of you. Just the same. Yeah. It's interesting. It's really interesting. This was kind of a hard thing to do to do this interview while walking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to break it there. Maybe we we'll pick it up later. But it was a good talk, dude.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: What is your definition of happiness?
1: Being around with my kids in nature, pretty much. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Showing my kids this beautiful thing. Yeah. Where you can just collect whatever you want to eat. and.
0: Passing on the freedom gene. Yeah. 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 I love it. Well great talking to you i'm probably if we don't continue this i'm gonna link all your stuff in the intro or in the we're gonna continue it Well, oh, i like it all right i hope you enjoyed that episode my fellow seeker of truth and awesomeness if you like the podcast the message and the vision that we are working towards be sure to join our facebook group by checking out the fmlproject.com shift i will take you directly to the group where you can stay updated on the show and meet other seekers just like you also If you really want to help the podcast out, feel free to head over to iTunes and rate it. If you love it, then you show it. If you hate it, show that too. But tell me what I can do to improve it. Until next time, remember, the answer is in the questions. Peace.